mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Lines are full. As soon as somebody drops off, call us. We'll get you right on. And uh, myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service. Jeff in Western Montana. Sorry, I didn't hear you there towards the end, Jeff. And we kind of left off with, you know, the whole middle class, upper class, blah, blah, blah. You know, all of that being Marxist terms, which I get, but it's like Kleenex. What do we use then? Well, I've gone to using income. And it doesn't need to be quantitative. You don't have to say, well, middle income starts here and ends here. Because they don't do that with class. It's just a way of dividing into three different groups, lower, middle, and upper. We, well, right now, we it's almost, right now it's become two, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, the haves and the have-nots. Uh, yes. And I hate using that term because then it really makes it sound like you're derogatory towards the you know, towards one half, which I don't ever want to be. I mean, I realize there's all sorts of different income levels, and some of it is by, by choice. Uh, I, I hate to say this. Some of it, I think, is by government design. But, you know, I understand everybody's at a – it's why I don't like the term equal and equality because we're not. Everybody has different desires, wants, yearnings, and so on. And and depending upon how you've set things up in your own life, you may be able to attain those or you may not, and that's by choice. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I just use uh, income, and nobody's ever challenged me, well, what's the cutoff for lower and middle and middle and upper? It's just – it's a useful way to say, yeah, you know – those of us in a middle income or even in an upper, because I've been both. Uh, you know, I would, actually, I've been all three. <laughs> yeah, me too. I travel well right? with, between them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes as owners, yeah. you travel between them all, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I understand that completely. Uh, it's one of the things I like to tell my grandkids is that uh, my first year of marriage, uh, first full year of marriage, I was in the Air Force, a very junior enlisted guy. And my income for the year was two thousand two hundred and fifty bucks, mm-hmm. and so it is substantially above that now. And we live quite comfortably, and but we all did it all on one income, without uh, you know my wife having to go to work because she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And, nice, that's and, awesome. Uh, and so it's a uh, so it's, it's it's certainly possible. Yes, now, it is. But I just I just hate letting the enemy define us. It's for the same reason that. I don't even use capitalism anymore. I use economy, market economies. And if folks will say, well, oh, free market? Well, no, it's never going to be free because there has to be some regulation. An absolute free market is not possible. You have to have some regulation, but you want as minimal as possible. Yeah, little and as you, possible, right. And, the, and let, thanks for letting me vent because my other uh, – the term I hate is crony capitalism. No, yeah, I agree. It's cronyism. Yeah, it's, it's, cronyism. that's right. Cronies are everywhere. Yeah, that's right. In, in any, so it's not crony capitalism. It's capitalism, and if they inject cronyism into it, it's no longer a market economy. You no longer have a level playing field, and it's skewed in the favor of the big guys. And I'm completely against that. So, 
End of my diatribe. Thank you for indulging you're, No, you're very welcome, Jeff. And I just had somebody text in. Thank you for this, by the way. It says, is this the car talk show? Yes, it is. Asking, is the text line related? Yes, you, you're at the right place. We're from Salt Lake City. We're here for Cheyenne Frontier Days. Just happened to find your show driving around. Thank you, by the way, very much. And you can listen to us in Salt Lake City on our app, KLZ Radio. That's our app. You can listen to us there. You can also find us online at klzradio.com or go right to the website drive-radio.com and you can listen offline you know, or online out of our area that way as well. But driving through Wyoming yesterday, there had to be 100 troopers between Cheyenne and the Utah line, even worse around Cheyenne. I hear that's pretty normal. Uh, yes, I think it is this time of the year. You could tell security and the police were on a mission last night. We leave on Monday. People here also are not very friendly and downright rude. I'm really? sorry. By the way, it should not be that way. Uh, those folks should be happy you're there spending your hard-earned dollars. You, you're a guest. You are their guest. guest yes, yes, I am sorry you're experiencing that. I am not from Wyoming. We have a lot of Cheyenne listeners, though, I think would agree with you on that. And I'm sorry for that. It should not be that way. Those folks up there should be welcoming you with open arms since you're spending your hard-earned dollars there. Cheyenne looks like a town where hopes and dreams come to die. It just looks run down. Yeah, I think some of the folks up there would actually agree with you on that. We came here to see Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan tomorrow night. Uh, this is Luke and Ashley. Luke and Ashley, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that very much. Yes, we are a car talk show. We've been doing this for 20-plus oh, years, almost 25 years now uh, here in the Denver market. We are probably right now one of the longest, oldest-running car talk shows probably in the U.S., and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that because of how long we've done it. We are not syndicated. We're not on stations coast-to-coast. Coast. We do it right here out of Denver. I guess we could look at doing some of that, but frankly, I've never had to. We like doing what we do here. You can now listen to us pretty much anywhere you want to with our app anyway, yeah. so syndication really isn't something I'm really too interested in, but you are more than welcome to continue to listen to us when you go back home to Salt Lake City. Tell all of your friends and family to do the same. And again, as you could tell from Jeff from uh, from Montana a moment ago, you, when you leave here, you can still listen to us. On Thank you, by the way. We appreciate that very much, Luke and Ashley. Uh, welcome to Wyoming, even though we don't live there. Welcome to our area here. We appreciate you very much. Dennis, you're up next. Ah, uh, yes. Good day to you and all involved, and thank you for what you do to all of us. You're very welcome, Dennis. Thank you very much. On the tractor thing, a, a Rube Goldberg method I've used a number of times on old Subaru, old Fords, and garden tractors, all probably, now the fuel injection on the Subaru, I think. But how about pressurizing the fuel tank at low pressure? Yeah, I, I was thinking of that, Dennis. You, you could be right. The only... Only risk you run there is, you know, you don't want to overpressure it and expand the tank or do anything. But, yeah, if you went really low pressure and started to push that's push some of that fuel know, in, yeah, that's a great idea, Dennis. Know, know your fuel pressure. And like on the garden tractor where you have a, a sediment bowl that you can watch, and what I do is I take a tennis ball, drill a hole through it, and at the nozzle end of the uh, compressor hose, put that over it, and that gives you a block when you put it against the fuel tank to hold the pressure in. Hmm. Sure. And then know, know your fuel pressure so you don't overpressurize it. And I watched it come up into the fuel uh, sediment bowl. But you know what you know what's doing. And it also started the Subaru. Hmm. Sure. So I don't know. <laughs> it's a great idea. 
might work for this fellow. No, that's a great idea, and 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 hopefully he's still listening. Uh, if you if you still are, uh, Dale, Dale, yeah, if Dale, if you're still listening, you could try that. Dennis, great, great tip. No, thank you very much for that. And if he's listening, hopefully he still is. He can try that. All right, thank thanks, you. Dennis. Appreciate it very much. No, that's great. Appreciate you very much. Let's go to Dennis and Thornton. Go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, you. Am I on? Yes, you are, sir. Go right ahead. Yeah. Okay. I had a question. I talked to you about a month ago about Toyota Rav4 and a Subaru Crosscheck, and between the two of us, we kind of agreed the Rav4 would probably be the better buy. I think. Now, now I. Now no, go I've ahead. Seen this, yeah, I've seen this new Toyota. It's called a Toyota Corolla Cross. Yes. I don't know if that's brand new. It is. It is brand or, new. We test drove that not that long ago. Nice little vehicle, by the way. It's. It's not a RAV4, as you as you are aware of. It's a little different vehicle than that, but still a very nice car. Now, what do you? What's your opinion, like versus that one versus the RAV4? What, well, what and, and refresh go? my memory, Dennis. I talked to a lot of folks. What are you going to be mainly doing? I just do basic local city driving. Um, sometimes, not a lot of winter, but I like the you all-wheel know, drive purpose because right now I have a Jeep and it gets me through the weather fine. But um, it's just mainly by the Rav Four. Yeah, I don't do the like over the road driving anymore. By, by the all wheel drive Rav Four for what you're doing, then you'll be fine. You'll be very with knowing what you've already had. You'll be happier driving that. Okay, I appreciate your. You're opinion. very welcome, you very Dennis. Much. No, that's why we're here. Right. I appreciate you asking. Uh, yeah, I, in that right. case, knowing the history, I would buy the Rav Four. Just just by looks, I don't see a difference though. Not a huge. <laughs> Not although a huge. although the Rav Four and the name, I'll just tell you guys this. It's always going to be a better resale down the road. That's partly why I lean more towards that, because that's a car, if you ever have to get out of it, is a very easy car to get out of just because of what it is. The name carries itself. I I hate to say that, but it it just is. It carries itself. So the one line open. Uh, Give us a call. Ben and Mike, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface in our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism in our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last...